0: From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on
1: wia.org.au. And no longer defence. Hi, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. It is the national news from VK1WIA and no longer are we sitting on defence awaiting an outcome as to whether we get to use all or channelised access to the 5 meg band. Neither. On the seventh of December 2020, ACMA released their decision and I quote submissions supporting option four, which opposed amateur radio use of the band, were received from the Department of Defense and two others. Defence's public submission did not support an allocation on the basis that, and again I quote, This frequency band is already experiencing spectrum congestion, which adversely affects critical defence capabilities. Therefore, Defence cannot accept further increase of spectrum congestion by the introduction of amateur services. The Department of Defence also provided non-public information to the ACMA to further support their position. In considering spectrum use, the ACMA considers the objects of the Radio Communications Act 1992. This includes making adequate provision for use by agencies involved in the defence or national security of Australia. In balancing the existing uses of the 5351.5 to 5366.5 kilohertz band against the impact of introducing use by the amateur service, ACMA has decided not to support amateur use in the band. When asking WIA Secretary and President for a comment for this week's WIA News and how it may affect VKE 850, VK2GK Greg Kelly, President, wrote, No effect on existing relay channels on 5 MHz. These are commercial channels. Regards, Greg. The WIA News transmission using the callsign VKE 580 has been added to provide linking for manual relay stations. Callbacks cannot be taken on this frequency as it is currently a commercial frequency allocation, hence VKE 850. Worth a listen, 5425. Now,
0: international news with Jason, Victor Kilo 2, Lima Alpha Whiskey.
2: With news from New Zealand, Radio Communications Regulations General User Radio Licence for Short Range Devices, Notice 2020, is in force in ZL. The General User Radio License for Short-Range Devices Notice has been updated and includes a new provision to permit the use of the frequency range from 0.1485 to 30 MHz for wireless power transfer systems and induction loop systems used to detect foreign objects, a new provision to permit the use of the frequency range 13.553 to 13.567 MHz for radio frequency identification transmitters. News from Japan and Inferno that raged recently at a major audio semiconductor factory in Japan is expected to have a stifling effect on the supply chain for both professional audio and upscale consumer audio components, including amateur radio equipment, as you'll hear in this report from our editor Graham, VK4BB, who filed this story originally for Amateur Radio Newsline.
1: The three-day blaze consumed the AKM factory over an 82-hour period in late October. By the time firefighters got it under control, the building was so damaged, operations had to be shut. AKM is known for its DACs and ADCs, the digital-to-analog converter chips and analog-to-digital converter chips, used in the music and film industries and in radios. Semi Media, a news source for the semiconductor industry, reported that production of the chips is not likely to resume for at least six months, prompting companies reliant on AKM to anticipate being caught short. In November, however, AKM issued a statement saying it plans to work with cooperating manufacturers and will prepare to outsource its production of the chips. A report in Semi Media noted that despite this, and I quote, industry insiders said the shortage will be difficult to solve in the short term, which will become the biggest chip supply difficulty encountered by the audio industry over the years. End quote.
2: In Africa, the South African Radio League, the SARL, has signed a Memorandum of Understanding with the Radio Society of Kenya, the RSK, regarding the radio amateur examination. This is to make use of the technical part of the South African radio amateur examination by Kenyan hopefuls. RSK will look after the regulations part of the exam. To Europe now. In Croatia, this is the latest country to grant access to the new 40 MHz band. Croatia Nine Alpha joins the small number of countries that has allowed operation on the eight-meter amateur band. Dragon Nine Alpha 6 Whiskey reports that the national telecom authorities in Zagreb, the capital of Croatia, have given him a one-year experimental license to operate from 40.660 MHz to 40.700 MHz in a slice of spectrum referred to as the Industrial Scientific and Medical Band. Croatia is now the fifth country in which it's possible to operate legally on the 40 MHz band. Ireland, Slovenia and South Africa already have allocations on the band while Lithuania is willing to allocate spot frequencies for experimental purposes. It's hoped that other Croatian stations will follow Dragan's example and apply for permission to operate on 40 MHz. In Belgium, credit goes to Belgium ham operators and their regulator. The Ham Radio Operator Licence Certificate is now in the format of a bank or credit card. Belgium's communications regulator, the BIPT, announced the card will soon be sent to all radio amateurs. In the United Kingdom, RSGB awarded... We're delighted that this year's Amateur Radio Newsline's International Newsmaker of the Year Award has been presented to Get on the Air to Care project, operated jointly by the Radio Society of Great Britain and the UK's National Health Service. In the United States, FCC Chairman Ajit Pai intends to leave the Commission January 20 as the Biden administration comes into office. The FCC Chairman is appointed by the President. It's been an honour of a lifetime to serve at the Federal Communications Commission, including as chairman of the FCC over the past four years, Pai said. I'm grateful to President Trump for giving me the opportunity to lead the agency in 2017 and to President Obama for appointing me as commissioner in 2012. To be the first Asian American to chair the FCC has been a particular privilege, as I often say, only in America. The FCC has five members, typically three, from the party in the power in the White House. And wrapping up this week's international news to Cuba, the Havana Syndrome. The mysterious neurological symptoms experienced by American diplomats in China and Cuba are consistent with the effects of directed microwave energy, according to a long-awaited report by the National Academies of Sciences that cites medical evidence to support the long-held conviction of American intelligence officials. Havana syndrome is a set of medical signs and symptoms experienced by United States and Canadian embassy staff in Cuba. Beginning in August 2017, reports surfaced that diplomatic personnel in Cuba had suffered a variety of health problems dating back to late 2016. The US government accused Cuba of perpetrating unspecified attacks causing these symptoms. The US reduced staff at their embassy to a minimum in their response. Subsequent studies of the affected diplomats in Cuba, published in the journal JAMA in 2018, found evidence that the diplomats experienced some form of brain injury, but did not determine the cause of the injuries. Just this week in December 2020, a study by an expert committee of the U.S. National Academy of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine, commissioned by the State Department, released its report, concluding that directed microwave radiation was the likely cause of illnesses among American diplomats in Cuba and China. Now, as next week the Alara YLs will be handling your WIA National News Service, I'm Jason, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. This
0: is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix VK4FUQ.
3: Hello there. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport 2020. For the AWL 160m contest that took place last weekend, December 4 to 6 UTC. The A.W.L. Programs and Services Committee on behalf of the A.W.L. Board of Directors will award a new John Dibbledare ON4UN memorial plaque each year to the single operator high power winner. A giant in the field of low band X-Sing and contesting, ON4UN died November 9. He may be best known outside of his 160 meter activity as the author of the popular ON4UN's low band x book. The initial award will be made for the 2020 edition of the AWL 160m CW event. December 14-15, 10m Worldwide 2021 Ross Hall Memorial VHF UHF Contest takes place all of January 2021. VHF UHF Summer Field Day, Saturday 16 and Sunday 17 January All major Australian contests, rules and results are on the Contest section of the WIA website. And looking ahead to the next year, 2021, the first Major Aussie contest is slated for January. That contest is, of course, the Ross Hull Memorial VHF-UHF contest. The Ross Hull is a DX contest with points awarded for distances worked. There are also band multipliers to encourage activity on the higher bands with the aim of the contest to encourage and reward achievement in working the greatest possible distances on the VHF, UHF and microwave bands. The contest was established in 1950 to honor the memory of the late Ross A. Hull and his pioneering achievements in the study of tropospheric propagation and the development of new equipment techniques for the higher bands. Upcoming contest date and time is the month of January. Rob Hayer, VK2XIC, is contest manager for the Ross Hull DX window, honoring radio's first voice transmission. If you prefer your mic to a straight key or some other device in your shack. You owe it to inventor Reginald Fessenden to work this next special event, which celebrates the human voice. Amateur Radio Lines Kevin Trotman, N5PRE, lends his voice to this report.
4: When special event station W4F gets on the air later this month, you can expect to hear operators calling QRZ from their home stations on all bands and in all modes. But if you can hear them on AM, that's especially significant. The Vienna Wireless Society in Virginia is operating in honor of Reginald Fessenden, whose experiments in wireless telegraphy in the early 20th century led to his development of a way to transmit the human voice by modulating the radio wave's amplitude into the shape of a sound wave. That's the very principle behind AM. On December 23, 1900, the inventor used this technique to transmit a brief voice message between two stations about a mile apart on Cobb Island in the Potomac River in Maryland. Club member Bill Mims, W2WCM, said that the location is just south of the club's QTH and the time seemed right to mark the 120th anniversary of the transmission. He said the idea was inspired by a recent Monday night VHF net in which the net control Nancy N1GFV posed a question about the first wireless voice transmission. The idea grew from there.
3: Station W4F will be on the between the 18th and 24th of December. There will be a special QSL card for all confirmed contacts. Hong Kong Special call sign VR2HK90 is QRV until May 31, 2021. To celebrate the 90th anniversary of the Hong Kong Amateur Radio Transmitting Society, QSL via VR2HK United Nations 4U Special Event Station 4U75UN is QRV until the end of 2020 celebrating the United Nations' 75th anniversary. QSL via HP9BOU. Portugal, CT. CQ 750 RSI throughout 2021 commemorates the 750th anniversary of the birth of Elizabeth of Aragon, the Queen Consulate of Portugal and the Patron Saint of the City of Coimbra. Cuba, CO. Members of the Radio Club D. Caballan, a QRV as T46W until December 29. To commemorate the first transmissions 100 years ago by Cuban radio pioneer Manolin Alvarez. Activities on 160 to 10 metres using CW-SSB in various digital modes. Beacons, 60th year for GB3VHF. I wonder if this is the world's oldest running beacon. 2 metre beacon, GB3 VHF will start its 60th year of operation this month, December. It provides a propagation monitoring source that can reach across several countries. Net advice Northwest Tassie 2m DX Net The Northwest Tassie 2m DX Net operates weekly and is aimed at encouraging more activity on the 2m band from northwest, VK7, and to encourage stations in the interstate to listen for Tasmania on that band. The net is held every Thursday, commencing at 09.30 hours UTC on 144.120 MHz USB. As Jason vk 2 lw reminded us a few minutes ago, next week the Alara ladies will be handling our WIA national news service. I'm Felix, wishing all a very Merry Christmas. It has been quite a year, hasn't it? See you after Christmas.
4: So come on, it's hurry, it's almost
2: Christmas! We wish to interrupt this program in order to
5: bring you this special bulletin. This is your Christmas
2: radio station.
0: VK1WIA.
5: Hi, I'm Lyndall, VK4ZM, with the latest Santa watch. Uh-oh. Cancel Christmas. SAQ Christmas transmission cancelled. Due to the prevailing circumstances worldwide, the Grimmton World Heritage Foundation and the Alexander Grimerton Veteran Radio's Banner Association unfortunately have informed Santa Alert that the traditional 17.2 kHz very low-frequency Christmas Eve Morse transmission by World Heritage-listed radio station Sierra Alpha Quebec has been cancelled. The organisers find it sad to have made this decision, but see it as a necessary measure to protect everyone involved. They say that while you are waiting for the next transmission by SAQ, there are several YouTube clips from previous transmissions that you can watch. The organisers went on to tell us, and I quote, We hope that our old lady can soon be heard on the air again. Special Christmas time in Bulgaria. Listen out for Lima Zulu 2020 Xmas, which is now on air until January 1st, 2021. General call with a difference. On contests and QSO parties often have a particular type of call, such as CQCQRD contest or CQ John Moyle. This month, the call to call is C-Q-E-U-R-A-O, party, ho, ho, ho. The European Radio Amateurs Organisation announces a new party on the air, this time with a motto, Catching Christmas Stations. This is not a contest. It is just a radio meeting with a few simple rules. Better to call them recommendations. The tradition of Santa Claus and the spirit of Christmas have reached the waves in recent years. At this season, some stations with special suffix go on air, like Yankee Papa 2 Xmas. Also, others with their regular suffix are invited to join the event. Pay attention to their unusual call and do not miss the opportunity to participate with children. The E-U-R-A-O on-air Christmas party is happening December 1st to 31st using all modes and frequencies. That call again? C-Q-E-U-R-A-O. Party. Ho, ho, ho. Some more special Christmas call signs from Old Blighty. Welland Valley Amateur Radio Society are running special call signs. Golf Bravo 1 X-Ray Mike Sierra. Golf Bravo 2 X-Ray Mike Sierra. Golf Bravo 5 X-Ray Mike Sierra. And Golf Bravo 9 X-Ray Mike Sierra. Celebrating Christmas and saying farewell to 2020. A special Christmas operation from France, Tango Mike Six Three Sierra Charlie Santa Claus will be operated by Foxtrot Eight Delta Zulu Uniform until the thirtieth December to celebrate this year's Christmas season. Not only, but also celebrating Christmas and the New Year are Tango Mike Twenty Xmas and Tango Mike Twenty One Hotel November Yankee. Aussie Christmas fun happening today. Weiss and Tasmania South are holding their Christmas barbecue meeting today, December 13, from noon, 0100 UTC, at the QTH of Victor Kilo 7 Tango Papa Echo in Snug, a little bit south of Hobart. The Tarking 2020 Christmas Party and Monster Auction is happening in just about an hour, 10.30am, 0030 UTC, at the Big Shed Girl Guides Camping and Training Centre, Bluewater, a little bit west of Townsville. Will be Here is a heads-up for a tropical paradise on-air party for New Year's Eve. The Tarkink will be counting down the minutes and seconds until 2021, utilising the original talking clock and beaming out on the Townsville VHF repeater, the Victor Kilo 4 Papa Quebec All-Star Link and Echo Link nodes at Kelso North Queensland and the Victor Kilo 4 Mike Sierra Sierra All-Star Link node at Charters Towers North Queensland. At
0: the third stroke, it will be 12
5: I've noticed in today's bulletin both Felix and Jason advising they won't be on the news next week. Seeing the Alara YLs will be bringing the news to you. Well, I'll be here along with Lida, Victor Kilo Seven Quebec Papa, Leslie Victor Kilo Five Lima Oscar Lima, and Shirley Victor Kilo Five Yankee Lima. So make sure you join us for the news before Christmas. And that's the Santa Watch for now. If you know of any ham happenings where Santa is likely to show up, then drop Graham, the very jolly WIA news editor a line at national news at WIA dot org dot AU Still nowhere near the North Pole, and now in party mode, I'm Lyndall, VK4 Zula Mike, in paradise counting the sleeps till Christmas.
0: This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest
6: group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Yes, it's time again to check out special interest groups around the globe and that leads us into our first story about ballooning. That helium balloon with a GPS tracker launched by the Pala Amateur Radio Club for Jefferson Intermediate 5th grade science students has just been around the world a second time. At last report received from KNIA-KRLS Radio, the total flight was over 27 days and still going, which is by far the longest track for the Pala Exploring Near Space project which has featured members of the Pella Amateur Radio Club interacting with local science classes for several years. Worldwide special interest groups, females in radio. As we just heard in Santa Watch by Lyndall, Linda, VK7QP, the president of Alara, has let us know herself, along with Shirley, VK5YL, and other Alara ladies, are set to join us next Sunday for the News Before Christmas edition of this, your WIA National News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's final frontier, Virgin Orbit, has announced that the launch window for their Launcher 1 Launch Demo 2 mission opens next Saturday, December 19. This launch will carry AMSAT's RedFX Sat 2, FOX 1E, to orbit. RadfX Sat 2, like RedFX Sat stroke FOX 1B, Now, AMSAT Oscar 91 is a partnership opportunity between Vanderbilt University and AMSAT and carries a similar radiation effects experiment studying new FinFET technology. D3 is a mission involving a 2U CubeSat to demonstrate the performance of a novel drag-based targeted point re-entry algorithm using repeatedly deployable retractable drag surfaces to perform orbital manoeuvres that guarantees spacecraft re-entry at a predefined location. If successful, the D3 module can be adapted to other amateur radio satellites to ensure consistent re-entry and help reduce the concentration of space debris. The mission is run solely by amateurs, with the purpose of helping future amateur missions. A launch to the ISS in September 2021 is hoped for. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio Neil Falshaw, VK2XNF, tells us how Weisson ACT provided administration and emergency communications for the National Capital Car Rally held last weekend in November.
3: UHF and VHF repeaters were set up to allow communications from the forests around Canberra to Rally HQ in Woden. More than 30 amateur radio operators, including two from Weisson, New South Wales, operated in very challenging weather conditions over two days in the forest as well as Rally HQ. Events such as this give Wyson operators vital field experience and training, making them ready when called upon during emergencies. For more information, see wyson.org.au.
6: Thanks, Neil. In the USA, FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, is seeking telecommunications operator reservists to assist in emergency recovery efforts on an intermittent, on-call basis. FEMA will not take any applications beyond the first 200, which no doubt will be received quickly. Among other requirements, candidates should have an understanding of radio wave propagation for day, night and transitional period frequency use and be able to maintain station message logs and compile communication reports. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, SDR, AirSpy, the new SDR on the Block, the AirSpy HF Plus Discovery is being touted as being the most refined HF VHF SDR available, setting a new standard in terms of reception performance with extra pre-selectors for all the supported bands and a new DSP core to optimise the gain distribution and the filtering parameters in real time and to dig deeper in the noise. HF coverage is between 0.5 kHz and 31 MHz with VHF coverage between 60 and 260 MHz. All major STR software is said to be supported. Speaking of software, that's our next special interest group, software development. HamAlert is a system that makes it possible for we radio amateurs to receive notifications when a certain pre-selected station appears on the reverse beacon network, so to watch the DX cluster, or on PSK Reporter. The HamAlert app notifies you in a flash of special call signs without having to constantly keep an eye on the DX cluster. Thanks to the HamAlert app, you get the spots on your smartphone while you're busy with other things. Worldwide special interest groups, VHF and above, the plumber's delight. 6,000 km TEP path on 144 MHz opens up between Buenos Aires and the Dominican Republic. Hot on the heels of last week's news item, Bruce, VK3FFF, brought us about the 5,400km TEP opening on 144MHz between Argentina and the island of Aruba, we have details of some more contacts that reach in excess of 6,000km. David, HI8DL, reports that on the night of the 29th of November, both he and Edgar, HI8PLE, contacted LU2EPO on 144.300 MHz SSB at 2357 UTC, and the distance was 6,102 kilometres. It's believed that this remarkable contact again was possible due to transequatorial propagation. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, YOTA. Neil Rapp. WB9VPG sent us a note on how Yota Month continues to expand into the Americas. Youth-operated stations around the world will be part of a special event celebrating youth in amateur radio during the month of December. Amateur radio operators aged 25 and younger are on the air as special event stations around the world this month in celebration of youth in amateur radio. Yota Month stations are on all bands and modes at various times. In the United States, the call signs to listen for are K8Y, K8O, K8T, and K8A. Notice how the suffixes spell YOTA. Amateur radio operators worldwide are encouraged to listen for and contact these stations, as well as all call signs ending in the letters YOTA across the globe, and one not to miss is TF3YOTA on the air now. Iceland's National Amateur Radio Society, IRA, reports TF3 Yota is active now for Youngsters on the Air month. And from me, Cole, VK3GTV, I wish you and yours a wonderful Christmas, however you spend it, and a much happier and safer 2021. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia and
1: VK1WIA. Alrighty, the social scene. And just because this vaccine's on its way, no reason to forget to keep one wavelength away at 144 megs. Yep, two metres matters. Now, on the social scene, VK4 in 2020, it's a TARC Christmas Lights Tour. And of course, their big one on the 31st of December, as Lindell told us in Santa Watch. 2021 in VK4, it's the TARC Australia Day Long Week Family Radio Camp at Blue Water. The Wyong Field Day, February 28 in VK2, Redfest in VK4, April 10, and Alara Meet in Bendigo, October 1 through 4. Now, speaking of Alara Meet next week, of course, we've got Alara members presenting the news to you. Then we'll see you back just before the new year. I'm Graham, VK4, Baker Baker. Walk softly.
6: This is VK1 WIA all points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au from
0: australia this has been the wireless institute of australia with the weekly news service this broadcast is in text audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au